Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We are going to discuss whether shows like Love Island still have a place on our screens. We have one week to go before Love Island 2022 kicks off. ITV have released the cast lineup, and, you know, I'm wondering. Do we still have to have a look at all these perfect bodies, these absolutely, you know, cookie cutter silhouettes? That's just one area that I find very problematic about Love Island. I also have a real problem with the kind of the gaming of women and men, of course. But, you know, rather than promoting gender equality, I think it actually reinforces old tropes and kind of dangerous suppositions like, you know, women are teases as if they owe men, you know, a sexual act. I don't know where to begin. There's just so many issues and they're they're kind of well highlighted every year. But here we are again. And I know people love a bit of light entertainment, but I just I can't get on board with it. I just have so many issues with it. I am fully convinced that in years to come, our children will look back at all the reality TV show we had and will be like, what were you thinking? I mean, even if you think about it just 20 years ago almost, we had The Swan. Do you remember that show where people who, you know, had poor opinions of their looks had all this plastic surgery and so-called improvement and they couldn't see themselves until the very last show when it was revealed that would never get made now and I just I have this sneaky feeling that that kind of stuff is going to to follow the likes of Love Island or The Biggest Loser or Married at First Sight we have an Alexandra Ryan uh, uh, on the line we have uh, I was going to say we have a Love Island stan in Alexandra Ryan. She's founder and CEO of Goss.ie and uh, she is sticking up for Love Island. How are you doing, Alexandra? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, I have to say I completely disagree with everything you've said just because I think there's a confusion with people feeling that Love Island creates the problems that you're discussing, which isn't the, the fact. The thing about Love Island is it shows exactly what goes on in relationships. It's not possible to have a show where you wouldn't see someone being gaslit or you wouldn't see guys getting the wrong idea about a woman. And the point of the show is that it actually plays out the scenarios. And I think it's actually quite positive that they do. Like over the last couple of years, there's been a good few relationships that have been teased out on the show where we've seen them arguing. We've seen men treating women not so well, which I understand your argument. That's not nice to see. But they do get resolved to the point where women are watching this at home. And last year, for example, one of the big relationships was between Liberty and Jake. And Jake was very clearly not that happy with her. He was saying little mean digs now and then. And yes, we were watching that. But then you turn on the show the next day and Liberty decided, to end the relationship she left she walked out and she got such huge applause for that from home and a lot of women at home were like god you know what actually when someone's talking to you like that it's not okay and she came out on the show and said I deserve someone that loves me more than this and treats me well so I understand what you're saying but the reality is this is what happens in relationships and we don't actually get to see it all the time but you know when the guys all get brought to Casa more, there's always a lot of anger about that and it's not fair that the guys get to meet new girls sorry to break it to you but lads go on holidays all the time and there's going to be people there there's going to be good looking girls that's just the way life is and especially with modern dating I think it's easy to look at the show and kind of slam it if you're not currently in the dating scene right now but being on tinder bumble going on dates trying to meet someone for the first time all the problems you see on Love Island are exactly what people my age and my friends are dealing with so I just think it's a complete mirror of what's happening now obviously there has been issues over the years and you know the care team has increased you could really see it last year Faye and Teddy 
for another big couple last year and Faye ended up screaming at Teddy one of the nights and there was loads of off-com complaints. But on the next episode, she came back and she was very calm and she tried to explain her feelings. It's very clear that they all have a serious care team and that when they're having these arguments or they are getting gaslit or there's a fight going on, they're getting to go to a counselling session. I mean, I wish we could do that when we have breakups and we have fights. We don't get to do that. So I do think it's changed over the years and the team seem to be getting more and more sensitive to things. You know, like they removed um, the lie detector test, test, which was a huge part of the show where people were asked, you know, do you really still fancy that girl or do you fancy this girl? And people were getting so upset and that got removed. So I think they're doing the best they can. But in reality, what we're seeing on TV versus what happens in real life, I think it's way more dramatic in real life. Do you? Do you but do you not think that that's kind of... You know, not everyone experiences that, and actually, we should be promoting more. You know, healthy relationships. You know, just constantly but they do, trying though. to. This is this is my thing, right? So, if you were to do a show where everybody gets on perfectly and everyone treats each other right, what happens to the women and the men watching the show? that are not experiencing that and they're having difficulties and they don't know how to resolve it. Whereas you put young people in front of the TV of this show and there's fights all the time. There's guys leaving each other. There's women standing up for each other. You know, Maura Higgins became a millionaire overnight because she became a feminist icon. She stood up for herself when Tom in that famous clip basically suggested that if they were going to the hideaway, they were going to have sex. And instead of saying, oh yeah, cool ground, she was like, no, that's not okay. You can't speak to women like that. So for me, I actually think it's healthy that we're seeing the reality because if you saw couples that weren't having sex and weren't drinking and weren't fighting, you're not going to see the real aspects of what happens or how to resolve it. Whereas I do think on the show, there is a resolution. Like the year Amber Gill won with Greg O'Shea, our very young Greg, well, she was dating someone else during the show um, called Mark and he really gaslit her. Like he really put her down and she stood up for herself as well. So you're really seeing the, like it is a story and that's what you do have to realise. There are producers there. Of course, people are going to be kind of, you know, nudged in one direction or things are going to be shown in a different light to upset someone or to make them happy. But again, I just think that's what happens in real life. Like you put a young girl and a young guy together now they're watching what Instagram photos they like. They're watching whose stories they're on when they're on a night out. Like, this might all sound very dramatic, but, like, this is what goes on. And Love Island is literally just a reflection of that. Of course, there's cameras there. And I know what you were saying, the whole issue with inclusion, I agree with you on that. I definitely think we shouldn't just be seeing washboard ads and really skinny people. I know they're trying to work on that. but And this year, they actually have a deaf contestant for the first time. So I do think they are changing it. But I really, there's nothing I've ever seen on Love Island that I have not seen in real life, experienced myself in real life, or my friends have experienced. And that's just the reality. The things you see are not made up. That is what happens. I did really love Maura Higgins. I thought she, I thought she was amazing the way she stood up for herself, and I thought that was fantastic. I also loved her whole Flanny Flutter's shtick, where <laughs> she was really owning her sexuality rather than getting embarrassed yeah. about it. I want to bring in Serena Bellissimo, who is broadcaster and presenter of the Bellissimo Files on Spin One Hundred Three Eight. Serena, how do you feel about Love Island? Do you think it's time for shows like this to be scrapped? Yeah, I think when it comes to reality TV, and I'm not a prude, right? But I think when it comes to reality TV, we really have to take a good hard look at it, not just um, Love Island. I mean, the other reality TV show, Aideen, that's really, really popular right now is um, the Housewives franchise. And the thing that I just don't understand this is that the reason why these are so popular is because of the drama that comes with it. So, you know, we seem to be celebrating people who aren't 
quite like, you know, we have this whole thing out there about being kind and being nice and what we're celebrating is the drama queens, the ones that bring all the negativity. And I just, I don't get it. And I agree with Ali, you know, we need to see all sorts of relationships represented, but that's something we don't see on Love Island. We see heterosexual relationships. That's all we are shown on Love Island. The the contestants themselves are cookie cutters of themselves. There's not that much diversity. And I don't think we should be turning to shows like Love Island and Real Housewives to be educating us. That's not a place to go. What about Alexandra's point there is that nobody, you know, it's it's holding up a mirror to society and it's actually reflecting what's going on. Yeah, but I, I, I think to an extent, but I don't think that needs to be played out on TV. And, you know, there's other ways to play that stuff out on TV because the problem with this is it's reality and in the biggest inverted commas, reality TV. But as Alexandra said there, the producers are constantly trying to make more of the drama. So I think if we want to see a representation of what's going on on TV, maybe let's go back to, you know, actually scripted dramas. That's where we can have our education happen, but not not on reality TV. We shouldn't be looking up to, now I sound like an L one, but, you know, and I'm also, <laughs> but I'm also entertainment and stuff, but not in this way. I think this can be damaging as well. And a, more so as well, because I really do not think that these shows are a fair representation of who is out there in society. There is, we can't say there's diversity in these shows because there's not. Let's bring in a fella in on this conversation. Creative Director of Think House, Keith Walsh, joins us now. Now, Keith, which side do you come down on? Are you, are you into Love Island or do you think it's massively problematic? Uh, no, I don't. Look, I think it's pr- problematic, but life is problematic. The world is problematic. People are problematic. That's the way things are. So, uh, you know, I'm sort of, you know, um, I'm saying that it's it's something that's there that that can be used for the betterment of society and for people. It's there anyway. I mean, if you you look at, you know, what TV shows are Gen, Gen Z's looking at uh, at the moment? Like, what, how many times do they put their phone down during the day to sit in front of a television? And watch it, uh, and watch an actual show. Not that many. Like this is one show where they actually will take time out of their day. It's appointment viewing, and it's a great space where we can reach people and have conversations about misogyny, and have conversations about sexism, and have conversations about look the diversity thing needs to be looked at, but also have conversations about mental health. And all these things have happened on Love Island. And if you look at what happened, the terrible. Um, uh, thing that happened to Caroline Slack and, and, and the, the outcry over that and the conversation that happened that young people were aware of about mental health and about looking after your mental health. That all happened because of a TV show, which to me is, is, is amazing. You know, like these, you're talking about, like in my work with Thinkers, we deal with Gen Z a lot of the time. We work with a lot of youth brands. These kids grew up with phones. They've had phones since they were 10. Like they live, like social media is their life. You know, um, unfortunately, the millennials are a little bit past it now. And I'm even older than the millennials. But the, when we look at what Gen Z are dealing with, they're dealing with what's happening on their phone. They're dealing with uh, who, what influencers or who's influencing them through their phone. That could be a company like Meta or it could be a company like, um, or it could be just an individual influencer that they follow or it could be a podcast or whatever. And that's where they're getting their information. So for somebody, so for a TV station to have control over this juggernaut of a thing called Love Island. And, it, it, and Gen Z like to have their voice heard. So if you look at 
now they're deal they're they're sponsored their clothing uh, collab, I suppose, is mm. with eBay. And yes, they've moved away from the fast fashion brands because been... young people like to sp- like to speak out about these things, and they like to be heard, and they're listened to as well because they speak out. And that's the same about mental health. They're more willing to speak out about it. They're more willing to speak out about misogyny. And if you look at more Higgins name was mentioned there young people young women and my daughter has been watching this for years and i've watched it with her she's 19 now and she's watched it since she was 16 she'll have seen maura higgins stick up for herself there and she'll she'll have seen what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in the realm of dating from that show do you have a conversation around that sort of stuff with your daughter as in like do you help her consume love island in a way that is i suppose you can point out the bits that are problematic you that is more uh, worldly shall we say yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, it's funny because we talk about men uh, communicating with each other, and you know, shoulder to shoulder, you know, in the men's sheds doing work. But actually, daughters, um, there's my son. Uh, <laughs> sons is a different story altogether. My daughter um, and myself, we, can't, we converse sometimes shoulder to shoulder watching something like Love Island and things can happen and we can, and yeah, totally. And it allows us to talk about relationships and allows us to talk about the problems you know, that's happening on the screen in front of us and why that's problematic. And I can see, and I've seen her since, I don't know how Love Island is is going now, but 16, 15, she's been watching it. And I can see her seeing how these people are interacting and, you know, we can talk about how they look and how, you know, maybe about diversity of bodies and all that kind of stuff as well. But but in this instance, she's seeing people interact in a relationship situation. Uh, There's misogyny, there's sexism, but there's also people sticking up for themselves and there's also people calling out misogyny and sexism and that's all happening and we're having a conversation about that and that to me is incredibly healthy you know we are indeed having a conversation and we have Anthony on the line who's in Cork Anthony what's your opinion on Love Island hello Aideen nice to talk to you and you Um, I would call it I don't know if you remember when I was growing up as a child there was a series called Fantasy Island that's what I'd call it Mm -hmm. because it has no reflection on reality whatsoever and I noticed the previous caller mentioned misogyny about four times, but he didn't mention misandry, which is the opposite, one, and both do occur. And tell us, how do you see that playing out? Do you watch it, Anthony? I used to, but I don't anymore because I just think it's an absolute load of tripe, to be quite <laughs> honest. And no, I don't have a six pack like I was saying to a researcher. I have more like a slab now instead of a six pack. <laughs> but <laughs> so I would have absolutely no interest in it. And if it was a reflection of reality, there'd be normal looking people on it, but they're not normal looking people. Well, you see, Alexandra Ryan from Gostadi was saying that, that it does actually reflect reality. And maybe maybe it's not your reality, but it is for many people out there. Well, I don't know. I walk around the streets like everybody else. I don't see everybody going around looking absolutely perfect and toned and shaped and tanned. And you don't walk grand, down perfect. Grand Parade and see them all looking exactly like on, on Love Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, no, I don't. But I'd have, like I said, I call it Fantasy Island. Yeah. Oh, they're short with it. I don't know if you remember that series. Just about, Anthony, just about. There was a short guy on it and he used to say, on Fantasy Island, we know many things. Uh, And that's just the way I think of Love Island. Claire is on the line in Dublin. Claire, what do you think? Would you be with Anthony on this or how, uh, how do you view it? 
Well, Claire, um, it's funny. I was listening really carefully to your listeners, to you, and um, I think that one of your callers said that um, it's it's a direct reflection of what's happening in real life. Um, and if that is the case, um, I think that we we need something to counterbalance it because um, I, I, I I think that in order for society to change, you know, and equality. Uh, between the sexes and, and races, we need to reflect something that's a little kinder. And um, now, uh, to, to, to be honest with you, Aideen, although you didn't ask me, I don't watch Love Island. Um, I just, I, I couldn't watch it. I don't like it where people are pissed against one another and almost gladiator, gladiatorally, you know, um, it's, Life is difficult enough. It is a little <laughs> yeah. bit like the, the modern day equivalent, <laughs> isn't it? Horses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Claire, thanks very much for letting us know. We have another caller on the line, Liam. He's in Meath. Liam, why did you get in touch with us today? Um, no, I just I texted in there because I was actually getting quite annoyed. Like, um, I heard a couple of years there praising more Higgins for standing up for stuff and that. But like, I think everyone's forgetting like when she came on the show first, she was trying her best to break up Tommy May or Tommy Fury and Molly May. Like she, I remember literally saying, "Quoting, I flanny, I fanny flutters whenever I see him." Like, like she was giving Tommy unwanted attention and forcing herself on him. But like everyone seemed to forget about that and it's praising enough for standing up for herself. Like I think it's very double standards. Like if Tommy was doing that with Maura, to be outcry. Like, well, it's interesting uh, because I think that that is the whole nature of the show. It wasn't just Maura. That that is the premise of it. Yeah, I know. I just it's a uh, it's 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 just not a good representation. I don't think like it's it's all like I find the people fake. Like they're not natural. They're like coming on here. Or they're like making people like young girls, young fellas are watching them on these shows and thinking this is what they have to be like. But but it's not. No one's naturally like that. Like you know what I mean. Fair enough. What your previous caller was saying, like it's shown that relate what relationships are like. And in some cases, it's not a good place to be in for relationships like that. And it's helping people get through that but like it's also shown like like it's shown people naturally do not like that like you know what I mean like people are going on there uh, ripped and yeah. Botox fillers all this crack but it's not natural like no it, well, it, it, it becomes natural I suppose if you're just sort of surrounded by it all the time but if you go out on the street you're just not going to see that many people looking like that which is a, a very fair point and thank you very much for getting in touch with us today Liam if you have any more thoughts on whether Love Island is uh, brilliant at airing conversations or is massively problematic in terms of reinforcing lots of stereotypes that we have please do get in touch 53106 at a cost of 30 cent is the text number to get us on Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.